Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Thank you. I'd like to take care of some housekeeping, as they say. Um, welcome to our site. Uh, for those that are new to us, we ask that you would like, subscribe, and share. And for those who would like to also support us financially, we have some links where you can support us financially and uh, be a part of our family, if you will. If you need to uh, speak to me, just send me an email, and I will gladly return your requests. So thank you again, and I do appreciate it. Good morning, and welcome to my morning rant. I'm excited about this study that we've been on, because it's one of my favorite, actually, uh, talking about the uh, power of the man who is he. And when we understand who he is, then you are able to understand many things that are mentioned in the Bible that um, when said, one would think that Jesus Christ had lost his mind and stuff like that. How can it be? Things like that. And we first looked at uh, the spirit of the man, and we've been looking at that. And uh, most um, studies or most things from the scripture tells us that the the spirit of the man is uh, it's actually separated into three different parts and functions that takes place within the spirit of the man it's our conscience the fellowship of uh, and intuition intuition is a spirit um spirit Feel, I guess, you know, um, it comes from there. And, uh, but when we begin to look at the soul of man, we will see a few things that are there according to the word. The soul of man is also split, split into three the mind, the will, and the emotions. And we're going to look at scripture to show both all of those things. Our goal is to show the word of God. Because God said in his scripture, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. And we know that Jesus Christ has a soul. Uh, we know he has a body and a spirit and so forth. We know that God the Father is the same, so forth. So um, we then are in his image and likeness. Uh, we know that we have a spirit, a soul, and a body. And so we look at the Father being the... Um, the source, if you will, which we had talked about last week, showing us that he is where, um, after he breathed into us, he says, 
man became a living soul. And so that breath of our nostril, the Bible tells us, that is the spirit of God that gave us this uh, soul, and we became a living, uh, a speaking soul, it tells us in the scriptures. Um, and it tells us that God is the one that formed the spirit within man. We saw that in Zechariah 12, 1, the burden of the Lord. Um, uh, for Israel, saith the Lord, which searches forth the heaven and uh, which stretches forth the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth and formed the spirit of man within him. And in Genesis, we know that the scripture says in Genesis 1.26, Then God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And then, and, and them having dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the, of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. So we had dominion over all the earth. We were like in God's image and likeness. He, he made us the God of this universe. And then the enemy came and usurped that leadership and Jesus came to restore that leadership. So we're looking now at the soul of mankind. And so let's talk a little about that before we get there uh, and understand the power of man's soul. So the kingdom of God, it, it tells us that is about souls. He that wins souls is uh, wise. And um, who controls the soul? Um, controls the man. And so our life um, existence, if you will, while we're here, is for you and I to become, um, to be in control of our soul, because whoever is control of the soul is controls the man, whether your flesh controls it or, or you know, whoever is control of that is, is in control of the man itself. So what God did that's why Jesus uh, comes and says he's the only mechanism by which you can have this absolute restoration because the soul, the heart of man, we'll see that that's interchangeable. The heart of man is wicked, desperately wicked above all things. And God wants to uh, save the soul, redeem the soul, which the scripture tells us that he has, but we have to implement it through obedience to the word of God. So when we, uh, when we have some information or insight, uh, the Bible tells us, and, and science, if you will, uh, psychology and all those things, you have the mind, and then you have the subconscious mind. So there are two different things here. Now, the subconscious mind is your soul. And the Bible teaches us that that subconscious mind houses a couple of things. It houses the will of man, the mind of man, and the emotion. So. That is the composition, if you will, and the battle um, is for that soul. God uh, tells us in Genesis that man became a speaking soul. That is his gift to you and I. The heart of man, the Bible tells the heart is another way of saying the soul of man. The heart of man is the soul of man, and you'll see that the scriptures interchangeable. Uh, um, you are to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy 
uh, mind. And so he's speaking about your soul and all of these things. Uh, that's where we have to uh, um, give ownership to God. And the only way that we can do that is through meditation of God's Word. And that is why it's very fascinating that the church today has surrendered meditation to, quote-unquote, they tell us that it is all of these other religions that if you meditate, that demons are going to jump inside of you. But that is Western Christianity mindset. If you go into Eastern Christianity, meditation is a major part of it because why would God tell you in his scriptures that you ought to be meditating on the word of God if demons are going to jump inside of you. Because we see that um, uh, the psalmist talks about meditating on the word of God. We know that God instructed um, Joshua, I want you to meditate in the word of God. We know that um, uh, the book of Proverbs and Psalms and all these things, uh, we know that uh, Jesus Christ practiced meditation. He got up and he went in the, into the gardens and get up early and he went and he'd do his prayer. Prayer is a part of meditation. So we know that this was their culture, but when we grabbed all of it in Western Christianity, that's why you always hear me talk about Western Christianity and Eastern Christianity because there's two different Christianities. Eastern Christianity will not allow you to behave the way that Western Christianity is allowing them to behave by burning crosses and so forth. Western Christianity tells us that we can do that, and it gives us a different person to believe in. When you whitewash Jesus Christ and make him white, then you can be racist because the truth is that he is not white. And so if you are worshiping a white Jesus, then you are, you've already skewed in your thinking because, again, your programming, if you were programmed to see a dark-skinned Jesus, you wouldn't hate the dark-skinned man. And so this is one of the things that we are seeing has been given birth to the church that has been brought up on lies. And so uh, this is one of the things that God hates is lying because it, it will bear fruit as it is doing today in the church. We see that many in the church are walking away from the church because they're walking away from white Jesus because white Jesus is not Jesus of the Bible. And so I've been trying to uh, bring this teaching to you guys to let you know that when we begin to start looking at uh, at lies, when you're building a foundation of, of your belief system on lies, it will crumble because God is a just God and he doesn't stand for that. And uh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth is not white. And so you have to rethink your belief system because I believe if you saw him as he is, you would not hate um, others. And that's why you have created a white Jesus, so that you can hate others. Because then, in your mind, your Jesus is superior to everyone Jesus. Jesus is not white. He's not light-skinned. He has no blonde hair. I mean, they are, they have found, um, they're doing depictions now of Jesus Christ and in science from all the different things that they have um, uh, you know, found in, in programs and designing and looking at Jesus and every program that they have run with the information of his time and the different things has him as a dark skinned man. And so 
we need to, uh, Western Christianity need to rebuild their belief system because we see that because of their current belief system, it has caused tremendous pain and hurt within the church. But we are talking about this soul of mankind. This soul of mankind, as I mentioned, is where the mind is, is where the will is, the will of man, is where the emotion is. Um, it tells us in the Word of God uh, that, um, uh, I think it's Levitic, Leviticus, and I'm going to try and find these scriptures for you. Leviticus 26, 11 tells us that God's soul, so we see here that God has a soul, which I told you, um, and it houses the emotions as God's soul, the seat of his feeling, will not adhor them. So we see here that God's soul is has to do with our feeling. He tells us that I will not destroy all that. I mean, all these different things. My soul hate those folks. That drawback. This is in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 36. If you're a business owner, you know these sounds mean sales. And from the sound of it, your business is growing. Whether you're fulfilling orders from your home office or warehouse, Stamps.com helps you stress less about mailing and shipping and spend more time doing what you love most. I mean, growing your business. But as you grow, so does the need for efficiency. Stamps.com simplifies your shipping and mailing process. Import orders from wherever you sell online. Find the lowest rates with the fastest delivery times. Instantly deliver tracking updates to your customers. And buy shipping and mailing supplies when you run low. Save time and money on mailing and shipping. Get started at Stamps.com today with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. For you have need of patience, and after you have done all the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not carry. Now... The just shall live by faith. But if any man draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Another scripture says that my soul uh, does not like that or, or hates that. And it says, but as for, but we are not those that draw back into perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And so we see then that uh, God's, um, the soul of man is where the emotions live. Uh, we know that uh, um, when you look at the scripture, wisdom will enter into your heart. This is in Proverbs chapter 2. Um, um, we know that that heart, as I mentioned, is the soul of man. Wisdom enters into your, uh, that is the mind of man. And, uh, we know that in Proverbs, that's why I said Proverbs is a really good book when it comes to looking at, at, um, uh, at the soul and, and Psalms and so forth. Uh, let's take a look at Proverbs 9, 19, 21, 
and 24, 14 talks about uh, knowledge and wisdom are uh, related to the soul. So Psalms 139, also 14, my soul knows uh, it well. So we know that um, this is the area of the mind as well as um, uh, the, uh, the will of man. Uh, and uh, this, guys, is very important to understand. My soul will choose, which is in Job chapter, um, I think chapter 7, verses 15, where my, he says, my, my soul will choose. And so we know then that that will, the place that I will choose and make decisions, my soul refuses in, I think it's Job chapter 6, verses 7, also talks about that. Um, there are several scriptures in there. Numbers 20, uh, 32, 2, when a man vows a vow to Jehovah or swear an oath to bind himself by pledge. Um, to bind oneself actually means uh, um, to you know, bind one's soul. It's a covenant, it's a deep covenant that you come into. And so it is important that you understand that the aspect in mind and uh, the will uh, is there and your emotion. And it talks about uh, my soul hates this, uh, my soul, I will love, joy is in the soul. All of these things are a part of the soul. In, in Isaiah, I know, talks about that, Isaiah 61, 10, and Psalms also talks about joy um, is in the soul or from the soul, uh, part of the soul. Deuteronomy 14, 26 is another scripture that talks about desires and so forth of the soul. Jeremiah is another book. That talks about that. Ezekiel um, 24 talks about uh, the soul uh, being uh, where the emotion resides. And so what we're going to do after um, is to go in deeply into each and every one of those areas. Okay? And the reason why we're going to do that is so that you and I can have an understanding of where this soul is and what, how is he affected? What is necessary to influence him so that I can get what I want? Now, we've talked about how the problem that you and I are dealing with with ourselves is that once we become born again, we have this new spirit, but we still have this soul that has been redeemed. So God has paid the price for our soul. He's paid the price for the spirit. He's paid the price for our body. He's been redeemed. The scripture tells us that. So we are going to um, look into it uh, where David talks about my soul, forget not thy benefits, and then he lists all the benefits and so forth. So we're going to look and spend some time here for a little while. And I'm not sure how long this particular aspect is going to be because it is the most important aspect besides becoming born again. Because we know that when we become born again, that's just the beginning. We have to deal with the conversion of the soul. We have to deal with the saving of the soul. And how do we do that? We have to, when we get the information from the Word of God, we now have to transmit this um, this information into our subconscious mind that we have been programming for so many years that he is less than. And when we are born again, the spirit man is renewed, but that soul has still the programming in him that he's less than, that he is no good, that he's all of these things. 
And so you and I have to, he is dealing with the facts of his situation, the facts of your programming, the programming from your mother, the programming from your church, the programming from your TV, the programming from your friends, your grandmother, everybody else, your program, everything. Everything is programmed into you. And so now what you have to do with the Word of God is to deprogram yourself with the Word of God. So you are responsible, uh, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to deprogram your soul to give him the information, the truth about your situation. When he gets it, when you, your soul, gets it, when he sees the truth of God's Word, I am telling you, not a demon on this planet can take away what has just been revealed to you because at that point, you own it. And at that point, it is a part of you and no one can rip it out of you, not even God himself. Because the Bible says that when you get there, God said the same thing that he said to Abraham. He's going to say to you, um, he says that Abraham was not weak in faith by giving glory to God. And as, and we're going to walk through all those process. And it says that when he was all done, it says God, uh, Abraham believed God. What part of Abraham believed God? Abraham's soul believed God. And because Abraham's soul believed God, it was accredited to him as righteousness. You and I became a speaking soul. When the soul of man gets an understanding, a revelation of the word of God, he owns that revelation. The scripture says he and his family that belongs to him and his kids. And so then it is important, guys, that you tune in. I would get your friends, get your grandma, get families, get churches, get your study group together. And we are going to walk through this particular uh, segment about the soul of man because it is one of the most important things that you will ever hear and have to study in life because when he gets it, who you are, man became a speaking soul. When he gets it, I'm telling you, man, I promise you that when he gets it, that every single thing that you're asking for in God, because when he gets it, what is he getting? He's understanding the will of God in that situation. Now, listen to what Jesus Christ prayed. Pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God has given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. So in the heavens, it's already done. And so you and I are now going to access the all the things that God has done for us why? Because as we believe it, beloved, I wish above all things that thou be in health as your soul. You see, he is where the answer is. You have to convince your subconscious mind that the word of God is truth. And when he gets it, meaning you, when you get it, you're going to do like what the woman with the issue of blood it says that she heard. Who heard? What part of her heard? Her soul heard that Jesus Christ is a healer. She had done everything she had. She went all out. She spent all her money. She was broke. She was dying. She got nowhere else to turn, but she heard. And the scripture says, 
faith comes by hearing, so not by listening. So you now have to program your uh, subconscious mind or your soul to hear the word of God. And when he hear it like a woman, she said within herself, where did she say within herself that if I would touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to get my stuff? Where in her? In her soul. And when she got it there, she said, I don't care. I just need to touch the hem of his garment. And she got up and she pushed herself through the crowd opposite direction and touched his hem. And she had put her faith not in Jesus Christ. She had put her faith in the hem of his garment. And he said when she touched him, when who touched him? Her faith, because her soul believed he was a healer. Jesus said, who touched me? Why? Because he said, the scripture said, virtue came out of him. So God has stuff to be coming out of him, but he needs your faith to pull it out of him. And that's the only way you're going to get it out of him, is by your faith. What does that mean? That means that your soul man has to believe the word of God is truth over the facts of all the programming that you have been pro programming him over the entirety of your life. That is what you and I have to do while we are here on this earth. As we learn to, um, as the scripture says, he who controls the soul controls the man. And so your, um, your and my life is bent now on applying the will of God on this earth in all of our situation. What situation you're dealing with, find the will of God in that situation and do what Jesus said. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Dress yourself, guys. We're about to embark on one of the most beautiful, insightful journey that you will ever have as a Christian. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.